It's break time. Welcome to our eighth episode. It's your co-host, Rissy Ray. Hey, hey. And yours truly, Kaninja. We are still pretty early in the new year, and many of us have losing weight or getting healthy as a New Year's resolution. I know I do. Today, we have a special guest and an amazing friend here to help us talk about health and the different fad diets. Bree, you want to say hi or introduce yourself? Hey, I'm Bree. I've known them for over a decade, and um, I'm just happy to be a part of it. Awesome. So Bree here knows a lot about diets, lifestyle changes, anything that has to do with health. She gets uh, she gets on us all the time <laughs> whenever <laughs> we talk about those types of different diets, and she gives us a like. Um, so we're going to be looking to you, Bree, for some expertise and some experience and background that you may have that can help us and maybe our listeners out as we talk about different diets or lifestyle changes or even just losing weight or getting healthy. She's our guru. Yeah, she is. Aww. She whips us into shape. <laughs> so this is perfect for you. This is perfect. I hate y'all. <laughs> Love you too. <laughs> so fad diet, everyone has tried them at some point in their life and others. Uh, Kadija, uh, can you... Give us an example of one of the fad diets that you tried years ago or whatever. So I've tried so many different diets and they're diets. So definitely not lifestyle changes (laughs) as I would like to hope they would be one day, but definitely not. Uh, I've tried keto diet. I tried low calorie diet. I'm doing intermittent fasting right now. Um, think those are the two main ones other than that I was just like oh I'm gonna eat healthy and I'm gonna exercise a lot and I've been on diet since I was like 10 years old so yeah I've been uh, challenged with weight problems ever since I was born I was born 10 pounds 2 ounces and 23 inches long so as you can tell I was a big baby and <laughs> since I was born, I've been having issues with weight. So I've been on diets and trying different things for the longest time. Those are kind of the, I know keto is a, a big thing. I know intermittent fasting is kind of like those niche groups or niche groups. But for a while there, keto was a, a big thing for people that I was working with. And I was trying to do it. I think I told you agree this and you were just like, what the hell? is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so. Keto is interesting because mm-hmm. I think I ha- had a bag of pork rinds just because my inner Southern just came through and was like, I need some fried pork skin, right? Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, I Googled it because I was trying to figure out how I could make it at home. And they're like, it's keto. I'm like, how is this keto? Like, how is this, mm-hmm. how is this healthy? Because Right. Like, I'm like, this is pure fat. Now, I did read a little bit, and just correct me if I'm wrong, I know that keto is mainly, like, a high-fat, high-protein diet. Yeah. Okay. I'm nodding my head. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was like, how does poor skins? I mean, I love it, right? Like, of course, if I'm eating, I'm happy. Like, oh, yeah, I'm still on my diet. Whoop, whoop. I'm not cheating. Whoop, whoop. But, uh, poor skins, though? Right, and it's fried. Right, well, it's on the list. So I was like, oh, goodness gracious. Exactly. And the thing is about keto is that it has to be low-carb. So it's like high-protein, high-fat, but very low-carb. I think it's like only like 20 grams 
of carbs a day that you can have. And if you go over that, then your body doesn't go into keto ketosis is kind of thing. And Brie, if you know more than this, then definitely correct me. But this is from <laughs> what I know, uh, <laughs> or what I've heard, is that you, you want to get your body into a state of ketosis, which it, in turn, instead of trying to burn carbs, it's burning the fat within your body. So you're not getting it, giving it enough carbs to burn, but you're giving it enough protein and fat. So it can start bringing that and get in the mindset or in the um, habit of burning your fat. So I heard it's really good for quick uh, weight loss, but not good to be sustainable. I mean, you said that perfectly. Absolutely okay. perfectly. Aww. I couldn't even <laughs> add to that. Like, that's so great because that's literally what keto is. <laughs> awesome. At least I know that. But I was doing it wrong. So, <laughs> 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 turns out when I was trying to do keto, I was actually not eating enough protein and fats. No. So, I was eating less carbs, but not enough protein and fats to kind of weigh it out. So, really, I would end up doing a low carb diet, which again is not sustainable either. So, I was like, yeah, I'm doing keto. And then one of my coworkers who was kind of helping me out with a little bit of that health, uh, he kind of does some like physical training and stuff. And he was like, okay, what are you eating? Kind of list out what you're eating. I told him, he's like, you're not eating keto. I was like, oh. <laughs> you're not doing it straight like that. No flow. <laughs> I was like, then what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, cool. Cause I was like, it's meant that the color just like straight said, "Hey, no, <laughs> whatever." I was hurt. <laughs> just a little bit, just a little bit. I think me personally, the wildest diet that I did was the cottage cheese diet. Oh, what I don't know if you guys heard it. No, it was based. So it was again, you know, during those times where your your body's just being all types of being a body, and. I, I was just eating uh, cottage cheese for like two, three days. Just mm -hmm. nothing. Just straight cottage cheese, fruits in between, and for me to like lose weight. It mm -hmm. didn't work. It didn't work. Oh, oh, it didn't work. I don't know. <laughs> I was so hungry. But cottage cheese does have protein in it. So, I, I, I mean, there's, there's several ways I could have fluffed it. But just like the previous diets mentioned, it's not sustainable. Mm -hmm. you, can't, you can't keep eating cottage cheese and a slab of strawberries or something to, to kind of to, um, jumpstart your weight loss so um, I did a cottage cheese diet so Rissy I have a question yes ma'am aren't you lactose intolerant <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you when you really want something you don't even care like logic is out the window alright I said I'm gonna lose this wig and be in a bikini Okay, so I mess up my stomach. <laughs> I, I swear. Um, I mean, that I, mean I, I can see it. I can see it. I mean, it's like a detox for people who are lactose intolerant. <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah, goodness! Yeah, it was. It was not the, especially being lactose intolerant. It was the most like on paper. It was the most dumbest thing I did. I should have just ate like veggies and fruits and you know think something sustainable. But no. Mm -mm. I said, I'm going to eat cottage cheese for a week. Well, break our bodies. <laughs> now we know. 
two mm-hmm. things if you're lactose intolerant don't do the cottage cheese diet <laughs> and the cottage cheese diet doesn't work <laughs> uh, i did do special k who do not i remember that one yes so i did do special k it, uh, diet where you're basically uh, crap it's been so long but you're replacing two of your meals I think two or three something like that and with a shake or no it was a shake <laughs> the shake and so it worked I did lose weight but I realized that hey once I start eating real food my weight was gaining uh, mind you that I wasn't paying attention to what I was eating so it would be like okay I'm not eating a shake today I'm eating some fried chicken <laughs> I'm eating a whole cake <laughs> I mean a whole cake like what no, no, you know like I wasn't making smart uh, I wasn't making any good choices when I was on it but I mean when I was trying to wean off of it mm-hmm. okay. but it did work mm-hmm. so whatever pounds that, that the the advertisement says that you lose, you really do lose it. When you really stick to the diet, you do lose it. But as soon as you eat, like, you know, go kind of go to, like, away from shakes to solid foods, yeah, you're definitely going to gain that back. Is that something yeah. like the Slim Fast Diet? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, Maybe I that was I was on Slim Fast. It was still shakes. Shakes. Gotcha. Because that's what, yeah. the, like, with Slim Fast, that's what the shakes. And I know my mom, she did a lot of the Slim Fast diet, and that really worked for her. But uh, the I know the Special K diet is like with the bars or with the cereal. And I heard that those kind of worked as well. So I can totally see that. But your body's getting used to the shakes. But you're not really getting the nutrients either. Mm-mm. No, so. no. You, you, you're pretty much kind of halfway starving yourself if you don't... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, cause, cause they put cause they put all the they'll say like there's different vitamins and minerals and that's all good and dandy but it's not again you, you feel sometimes i felt lightweighted like like headed i'm glad you mentioned that because i don't know if you guys noticed but in the past i'll say decade they started adding more vitamins to um cereals right hmm. right like my nutritionist when i spoke to her she explained to me I like, hey, you gotta make sure you get a little bit more fiber, blah blah blah. blah. Here's some cereal, and I'm like, ew, I don't like those type of cereals. So I told her, honey, honey, um, Cheerios, no. honey, Cheerios. And she's like, well, I don't think it has enough fiber. And I, you know, sent her a picture. She's like, oh, like they they're adding more mm-hmm. fiber to it. And she did explain to me that sometimes with the industry, I think, but we all can see that that they kind of the food industry they kind of go with the the public wants. For example, what what is it? I'm like vegan mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. that but, stuff is delicious. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love vegan mayonnaise. But as as you were saying, <laughs> so, so yeah, they are adding more stuff. Like for my nutrition, when I told her, she's like, "Oh, that wasn't it. Wasn't that much fiber per per um serving? Now it is." So I do see that they're being cautious in that area, but no, I still felt lightheaded anyway. Yeah, it's time to get a move on. Uh, Brie, mm-hmm. okay. Have you have you ever tried any crazy diets to jumpstart anything? Honestly, my whole or- life has been a damn crazy diet. Preach. <laughs> <laughs> um, similar to Kaninja. 
I've been on a diet since I was a kid, honestly. I was through all the fads from Slim Fast to Weight Watchers. I remember being with my mom at Weight Watchers meetings and stuff like that, to high school doing physician plan. Um, but what's interesting about mine is that like throughout these fad diets, I found allergies. <laughs> like I didn't know that I was allergic to certain things or that my body didn't like certain things. Like when I was younger, I started on, I believe it wasn't, I only kind of did slim fast. It was disgusting, you guys. It was absolutely disgusting. Um, them shakes were just horrible. <laughs> it's like drinking straight unflavored powder. Like, oh. yeah, it was just gross back then. Like the early 2000s, I believe. Um, Weight Watchers wasn't bad. And, you know, they was really pushing like, you know, yogurts and stuff like that. You remember the push towards yogurt as a good healthy snack and granola and stuff like that it wasn't till then that I was eating and consuming a lot of yogurt that I realized I was allergic to dairy <laughs> I was wow. throwing up like crazy y'all <laughs> wow. so that was like this was like a stepping stone to understand what, how my body was um these fad diets were like basically a open door to like me like a whole new world of bre understanding brie you know and then I did the physician plan for a while, which they put you on fentramine. What's that? Which is a peel. And it no? makes you not be hungry as much. And this was, I believe, the year after um, Rissy Ray had took me, like, for a whole summer. Rissy Ray and a, a fellow friend named Angel had me, like, working out and doing tennis. Um it was a year after that I wanted to push it even further and I was on physician plan to give you fentramine and I honestly 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 do not recommend it to everybody some some older adults are good but um this one was more like a it's try to like it's nothing like ally I know a lot of people think oh is that like ally no it's more of a controlled your brain to make you not want to be hungry anymore makes you have that full feeling in your stomach but another side effect of it is anxiety and I had a lot of stressful attacks and stuff like that. And that was not good for a teenager. But I did slim down some. I will say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but like long run. Oh, mm -hmm. hell no. <laughs> mm -hmm. I do not recommend it long run. Um, and then in college, I just started eating more and more healthier. But I don't know if you guys remember. But I was on insanity for, I think, one summer. Because it's only about 90 days. And, y'all, yeah. I read the reviews. And everybody was like, it's great, it's great. But one of the big warnings I saw up there was, if once you stop, you gain all the weight back. Uh -uh. And I was like, Psh, that's not going to happen to me. No, no. <laughs> right? I'm going to be fine. Bruh. <laughs> when I tell you, as soon as you stop, it's almost like you get unhealthy instantly. <laughs> like... And wow. so what is insanity? Insanity is where they put you basically on this restricted diet of um it's it's similar to keto, but not really keto. Like we they really don't emphasize fat, but they do emphasize protein to a whole new level. Like it's protein, protein, protein that's um I would say is almost like uh, I'll say it's more like fifty percent protein, twenty percent veggie. No, I'll say 30% veggie and like 20% carb. And I'll, I'll say that big chunk of that carb is them pushing their 
um, it's called Shakeology, the brand Shakeology Shakes. And that's where a lot of your, I guess, carb and, and sugar will probably come from. Um, they taste delicious, but it's still like a, it's one of those, it's basically like a meal replacement or a snack replacement, you know, like any other program that you go to. Um, but I don't, I don't see the longevity of it, like at all. Like you can't eat like this all the time. Like it's it's just sickening to be drinking. Pro- I don't eat, I don't even understand how weightlifters do it all the time. Just drinking protein shakes all the time. Like it's exhausting. Just thinking about it. <laughs> I also heard it was like super bad for you too. Yeah, yeah. Like doing too much of anything is really bad. Um, and then after that, I switched to just just really just pushing protein shakes. I guess that insanity stuff was still stuck in my head, but I was trying to stay healthy with that. Mm-hmm. And then. Um, upon going overseas, I started eating more vegetarian, which I think vegetarian has a longer, I wouldn't say it's a fad diet, but the lifestyle change has a longer effect. So you can still have your good and your bad. But then I would say it was more of a fad is, was my crazy push to veganism. Um, some people use veganism as a lifestyle and some people use it as a diet. And I think that's one thing people get confused with is like, oh, this is a lifestyle or this is a diet. Like some people actually live by this. Same thing with being a vegetarian. Some people actually are vegetarians for about maybe six weeks. So they try it out for six months because that's their diet change to help, you know, whatever they're trying to accomplish. And then some people commit to it and create a whole lifestyle to it. And I'll say for me, veganism was that push. I did lose a lot of weight at first. However, um, one thing you don't realize is vegan food can be fatty, can be very, very fatty. So it's not very, it, if you don't have a strong will for eating healthy and eating lean and, and stuff like that, you can easily gain weight on a vegan diet. Really? And that's just me being honest. Uh-oh. So, <laughs> yeah, like some people um, do vegan and they're like, oh, I'm vegan. But they're eating these vegan burgers and tacos and ice cream and all this stuff. Oh. And I was like... That's not a vegan diet. That was that was me for two months. You're like, oh, I'm vegan, so I can do whatever I want because it's vegan, it's healthy. I'm like, if you look at the back of a vegan Ben and Jerry's pint, it has way more calories than the regular pints. That kind of goes back to like the whole gluten free stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, and how so, they put so much of the sugar and extra additives just to make girl, it good. That's so true. That's so true. It's like they're overcompensating. Yeah. Just to make it taste good. Because, like, no one else is. I I went. All right. So I went gluten-free for, like, four months. I went vegetarian for, like, three months. As you guys can tell, that did not last. (laughs) (laughs) But you're so right, though, because for people who do do diets for, like, vegan or vegetarian, I went, went, you know, uh, veggie burgers. I was like, veggie burger, hell yeah. All right, let's do this. Like, oh, it says vegetarian. It says dairy-free. That's vegan. All right, let's just get Uh, all this because I don't want to make vegetables. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Facts. mm -mm, mm -mm. But so I guess free. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, ask your question. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, like, so what, what are your thoughts between diets and lifestyle changes? Versus I would diet. say a diet is really good for discipline. I'm not against diets. 
we all like we've all seen good benefits when we really like stick to our guns and show some discipline like because I've done similar things that you mentioned I forgot to mention was the same fasting that you've done and the low carb diets that you've done I've done them as well and when we stick to them we do see benefits however what sucks is that they are not good long term at all you can get really sick (laughs) Mm -hmm. and just really unhappy um because it also messes with your, you know, your happiness and your mental health and stuff like that. With lifestyle changes, I think it takes a lot of research that people don't want to do. People see stuff like documentaries and and they talk to people and word of mouth and they're thinking anything could come at them. Whether it's vegan, vegetarian, keto, they're like, oh my God, this thing is amazing. I'm going to change my whole life and center it around this. And I'm like, but did you do your research? <laughs> like, you know, and I think lifestyle change is a big word because we we constantly evolve in life. So mm-hmm. it's just one of those things where you can't just say, hey, tomorrow I'm going to wake up and be vegetarian. I'm like, vegetarian means beyond a fad diet. It means beyond, you know, not eating meat anymore. It's also like, do you have leather in your house? You know, do you have silk in your house? You have to think about those things. It's the same thing with vegan. Like, you really need to change your whole life. Yeah. The cycle. You know, Mm -hmm. lifestyle really means your entire life. You look at the soaps, your lotions, everything you do. Are you really for the lifestyle? Like, you know, so I think that's what people. Like a piece. Yeah. Type deal. Okay. So you got to, like, because lifestyle does means beyond what you're feeding yourself. You know, it means your entire life. Like, every aspect of your life i thought oh. it just meant what you're feeding yourself for like forever i didn't <laughs> know it, it went into the materials that you have or you know yeah. kind of what you do other than just what you ingest into your system see that makes sense because if i'm saying hey i want to live a healthier lifestyle because that's kind of what my nutrition is you kind of work with hey let's just add the fruits and vegetables water you know like things like that but then it's like I'm saying I want to do a healthy lifestyle. It's not only eating, it's me maybe parking a little bit further at the grocery store parking lot to get my extra walks in. Mm. It may be instead of taking the elevator, you know, I got to have time for it, but taking the stairs maybe to where I Mm -hmm. need to go. So something like that where I'm like, hey, I'm not necessarily or just being conscious that, hey, if I want to live this healthy, healthier lifestyle, what am I doing to make that happen? Let that be part of it. So I, I get it. Yeah. Point I think people also forget the balance, though, because, you know, I, I think I was talking to Rissy Ray earlier before about how people see healthy as a sacrifice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yes. Sorry. How it can yeah. be a sacrifice. Like, oh, my God. It's like, like eating a salad is a burden. You know, it's like, oh, I got to eat this. Oh, oh, like, <laughs> that's a salad. The salad. <laughs> yes. I'm not even gonna rant about a salad right now. I have a disdain for salads, and I don't like how other people say salads. But I'm sorry, <laughs> baby. This is your story. I got it. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. But I was gonna say, um, that like, how is it not something fun anymore? Like, why can't you? eat a salad and enjoy it and be like oh yeah I'm getting a salad like why is nobody ever excited about that I mean but also like the thing with having a healthy lifestyle is also about 
having balance. So, you know, it's okay that you eat your vegetables as much as you do and, you know, you eat healthy and lean, but at the same time, it's okay to have a slice of cake or a donut and stuff like that because that's also part of being healthy, having that balance. Because when you don't, and what we've all either witnessed or been through was going a long time sacrificing things that we love. And once we get it, we overindulge. So oh I think that's God. important as well to add into what is a healthy lifestyle is adding some of those treats and some of those things that you enjoy to do part as part of your healthy lifestyle. So I just had an epiphany. You just okay. gave me an epiphany. And <laughs> it might seem like super, super obvious. But for me, it was like... So it's, it's all in your mindset on how you go about it. So like Rissy, you have been, you know, eating a lot healthier, you know, doing a lot of healthier stuff. I mean, Brie, I'm going to tell you, I was doing a Marco Polo with Rissy and I was out of breath because I went up the stairs and you know what she told me? She told me to go exercise. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, but you know, at first I was like, well, damn. <laughs> All right, well, I guess I gotta go exercise now. But like, it's the mindset. It's like in the pot. If you put it in a positive mindset, it does not seem like it's you're dredging it. You're you know you're like, oh, I have to exercise. I have to move. You know, yeah. oh, you know, I don't want to sweat. I don't want to. But they say, hey, it's good that I'm sweating because that means that X Y Z. I'm being hydrated or putting yeah. more positive spin to what you're doing it'll give you more incentive to actually do those things. So I agree. Yeah. I, I, it was a, sorry, it was epiphany. I just realized this and it's, it's mind over matter, but man, so now I don't have to be like, I have to exercise because Rissy told me to. No, <laughs> I can actually say, <laughs> I'm going to exercise so I'm not out of breath when I go up the stairs. <laughs> so you can look sexy when you're going up and down the stairs. Like, hey. when you want to go and be be all natural, okay? Do Adam yeah. and Eve with Sheldon. Oh, wait, <laughs> with Tyler? Tyler. <laughs> with Tyler, okay? <laughs> you're like, hey! You know, you can slide out of there. I'm walking away from my phone now. <laughs> you can see that Rissy's trying to redeem herself. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have an exercise bike. And so with my exercise bike, I've been putting a lot of miles on it. And when I get to them, I look at it, I'm like, wait, hold up, hold up. Uh, summer is about to come around and I'm about to just put on anything. Yep, I'm getting on this bike. I'm doing my mile or half, whatever I'm feeling. And I'm getting off and I have to think of good thoughts. Good, great I mean, thoughts. I will say, from knowing you for so long, I know when you're dedicated to do something, you'll definitely do it, and no one can stop you. I know that for a fact. That's how we're doing podcasts right now. This is somebody else's idea, and she said, hey, you need oh. bus, or we dropping you off. That's what I was told, and I was like, well, I'm so part of it. I was here, I'm here. That's all well, that was. With that, we're about to go on our break. <laughs> so uh, we'll be back and we'll be talking about more or less more of the working out and losing weight, kind of the different habits, our journeys of where we were, where we are. We kind of talked about different diets, but now we can kind of go into more about how it really worked for us. Maybe some other topics about different diets. Um, we'll just continue our conversation. All right. And we'll be back and we're back so 
on our break, I am going to, I'm going to confess a little bit, which we, I didn't tell you guys earlier. I did have a little bit of piece of candy. <laughs> a little piece. A, a little piece. I know we're talking about diets and eating healthy, but I had to confess. It's not the new, it's, it's, I, I need, I need to get together. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> All right, thank you. <laughs> but um, as we were saying, we were going to talk about more about losing the weight and working out. So I know, Bree, you, you used to do Zumba, actually, in a lot of different workouts. Did you want to kind of talk about that a little bit? Sure. Um, well, it's something happened to me in college, like, where I was just like, I just was crazy about dancing. <laughs> like I was always, you know, playful and, you know, danced at like parties and stuff like that. But like seriously just wanted to dance and move and having a gym on campus really motivated me to like just get out. And then there was these things called endorphins. I did not know they existed <laughs> beforehand, but they made me feel so good. So, um, I just like just started working out and stuff like that. And I went to Zumba classes like a psychopath. Like I knew the instructor's names. I knew what they were going to play. I knew everything, y'all. <laughs> were you so, the first that was in the front of the room? Yes. Like I will <laughs> shove people out of my way. I need my spot where the instructor <laughs> is. About that is that like the instructors noticed that. And then they pushed me to be an instructor. And I was like, damn, what I get myself into? <laughs> But um, from there, it was honestly like a, a great thing in disguise. I, I was freaking out because I was, I mean, I've been plus size my whole life. So I was freaking out because I was like, who's going to listen to me? Who's going to want to dance with me? Who's going to do blah, blah, blah. But it actually ended up being a good thing because I was more relatable. And I didn't see that in sign height until oh. actually doing it. And I just loved it. And I was just working out like a, like crazy and my weight actually it like it went down but it went down in a healthy way it didn't go like drastic um it wasn't like any sacrificing of food or anything like that it just it just I just became more healthy more toned I became more interested in other aspects of fitness such as lifting weights I was just like we've all been into the weight room at a YMCA or a Planet Fitness or something like that and those men are too much okay mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, with a grunting and the huffing and the ooh. oh god. <laughs> oh my god I didn't go to seven and leave I just put those yes. headphones on <laughs> they are too much and I was I was never really intimidated more so just really annoyed by their presence <laughs> like, <laughs> just just so annoyed so but um I started going to that and. Because one thing a lot of people don't know, even you guys didn't even know, was in um, high school, my mom used to slowly train me to breathe out of my nose and be able to breathe steadily with my heartbeat as I jog. Because I was, at one point, so unhealthy, I couldn't even jog for three minutes on a treadmill Ooh. without losing my breath. So she started slowly training me and training me, and that came in handy when I went to college. And then it just, you know, transpired from there. But even to this day, if I fall off and I go back to the gym, I am like I was when I was doing Zumba, which I think is an amazing thing. But I but I can say from all the waves that I've been on with weight and stuff like that, exercise has always been a part of that. 
And one thing that when you look at the diversity of athletes, they actually inspire me, like all these diverse type of people as athletes and fitness. Um, they made me realize, you know what, whether you gain weight, lose weight, whatever, you hitting that gym, you being healthy and exercising, it doesn't really matter how much you weigh, to be honest, <laughs> unless there's a weight that you're really trying to aspire to, which I think everybody um, has the right to be able to want to target and have in their life whatever weight that they want. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, there are so many fit people who are over 200 pounds, who are under, you know, 150. Like, no matter what you look like, no matter how much you weigh, if you're working it out and you're becoming strong and, and pushing your heart and your cardio and your endurance, I think it's just a beautiful thing. But it took me years, y'all, to learn that. Like, years. I used to think I had to have six-pack abs and, you know, look like an MMA, <laughs> like an MMA fire fighter and just, you know, look crazy. <laughs> like, jacked. Um, yeah, like, just jacked up. And I realized you don't actually have to look like that. But you guys been through me with my whole life. My weight has gone up and down, up and down, up and down. And I would say it's more yep. towards nutrition than it is actual fitness. Right. So I think that's the point I'm trying to make. <laughs> my weight has been more, you know, towards my actual diet than it has been to me working out and doing stuff, which we know we've been taught the opposite for yeah. so long. But I honestly am a huge promoter of fitness. It makes you feel so good. And uh-huh. my years of doing it and fucking up and doing it good and then fucking up again <laughs> right. um, has taught me that. So I, I'm going to shut up now. But that, that has taught yeah, me that. No, you, no you, you bring up a good point because when Kenesha and Sheldon do Adam and Eve stuff, she's going <laughs> to think tired? back. She's going to think back. Oh, yeah, being tired. <laughs> <laughs> that right on the fact that she's like wow i did do, do those squats last week oh yeah uh, mm-hmm. instead of choosing pizza i chose a healthier option than yeah. what i was going to go with and she's gonna really remember it when she's doing all that stuff with sheldon <laughs> i'm just so, gonna say something real quick sorry to interrupt you Rizzy. i now have to put this podcast as explicit because of you people. <laughs> I didn't know it was it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, but yeah, Rissy, as you are saying. <laughs> I didn't help either. We out of it either. You know, but a great point was the gym. When you brought up the gym. I feel oh, like, yeah. like half and half people, like I like the atmosphere of the gym. I do. Me personally, I do. I wear my cute little leggings, short shirt, you know, all that other stuff. And I'm about to walk in and I'm like, oh yeah, I look nice. I got my little matching whatever I'm doing. I look good. And But it's like, you got eyes on you though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's, That's so thing. true. <laughs> you got eyes heavy. Like you don't think it when it's, you because at first your, your mindset is, I'm going to the gym to better myself and other reasons as well. But when you go in there, it's like you, you're watched, but you're not really watched. They're smooth. Smooth. They're like, I feel like they watch to see if I'm going to pick up that 10 pound or the 5 pound. I'm not picking up no weight. I'm going to go straight to the little, to the little <laughs> what, my ellipticals, do my little 30 minutes, and get out of here. But I do feel like it's a motivator because, you know, I'm, I'm around other people. Yeah. So I feel like 
let's say me and this person, even though they're in their zone, I'm in my zone. It's like, if we got on the same machine at the same time, I want to go a little bit further than you. Like, like competitively. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm, I'm still doing the elliptical because that's my baby. But we just got here on the same time. I'm not going to get off in 10 minutes. 15. Okay, you still... Go- oh, now you got in the speed up? Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. And then I walk off feeling even more... Just, I'm like, wow, I really gave it extra just so that I wouldn't look like what I thought I was going to look like. Even though that person's probably not even thinking about me, it mm-hmm. gives me a more of competitiveness versus me going, being at home in my AC home, AC-filled home, just doing my mile comfortably and then getting off. Mm-hmm. I do like the environment. But that grunting stuff does make me scared a little bit when I hear it, like, Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. So I wanted to add to that um, simply because I've noticed the same effect at the gym. It's almost like you mentally, even though, like you said, um, about the whole atmosphere of, like, how you feel at the gym and stuff like that, I noticed it's almost like this innate, like, competition feeling with others when you get there. And it is really, it really is empowering. Um, when you like work out and you see somebody next to you, you're like, oh, they're going slower than me. Okay, I got this. I got this. You know, <laughs> like it, it's it's really cool. And then when they get off before you do, it's like, oh, I'm gone. I've gone longer than them. Oh, it makes me feel. It's just even though that person's completely not thinking about you, it does kind of like boost your um confidence a little bit. And it's it's really nice. It gives you like a nice feeling when you leave. Anyway, I'm sorry. That's all I want to add. No, no, you're good. I, you know, it's interesting because. I, I can see where, where you could feel that way, but I've never thought that way. (laughs) So I go in and I'm like, and I guess it goes back to the mindset. So I go in and I'm like, all right, I want to go in. I feel good because I'm like, I got my matching leggings, I got my shirt. Like I feel good coming in because you know those leggings, they they they're tight on you, so they they pull everything in. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So they hide all the perfect spots. You know what I mean? But when I go in, I'm like, all right, so I'm gonna do 15 minutes on the treadmill. I'm gonna do this, this, and that. Like I kind of have a little bit of a plan. And so when I'm on the treadmill, someone's right next to me. I'm like, just don't look at me. I don't want you looking at me. <laughs> so I put my headphones in and I'm trying to get in my own mat, my own mind. And then if they get off, I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm fine with them getting off. If I get off before then, I'm like, well, I'm done with my 10 minutes or 15 minutes. But I think it definitely has to go with that mindset. Because if I came in there thinking, oh, I'm going to kick ass today i'm gonna get in there and i'm gonna just go for it like i'm gonna be here for like an hour or something like that Mm -hmm. if i went in there that way then i can see if i'm next to someone and be like i'm gonna beat you i'm gonna beat you and i'm gonna beat you because you ain't shit (laughs) 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 but right now i don't do that (laughs) but i guess let's let's talk about people who can't really go to the gym so we're still through the pandemic um, a lot of people like to go to the gym, but maybe some people don't feel comfortable going to the gym. What ha- are some of your guys' situations or routines that you guys do at home that will help you kind of work out? Sure. Um, squats has been my best friend. That is something <laughs> that you can do with no equipment, period, at all. 
and with squash, you, there's so many variations, and you know, chime in here whenever, Bri Bri. Huh? Uh, <laughs> I mean, but the variations of squats that I saw on the internet, you you can basically. I added weight to my squat, really tone. I'm really more of my thigh area. I don't know why, but it's just like I like to have that solid, like pat pat solid. It's <laughs> Thank you. So, <laughs> pat pat. <laughs> so I really like. I really do. I do a lot of squats. And then using my arm weight. That's really what I do. And I try to stick to an even number. And I like to count. I, I don't believe in just, just doing it till you feel tired. That's just me. Mm-hmm. Because I like to I like numbers. So that if I did, let's say it was just an off day for me. And I'm like, I'm just doing these 10 squats right here. And I'm about to go to sleep. Well, guess what? If I knew that I did 20, instead of I, I just did them until I got tired. Okay, well... You only did 10 because you were tired. <laughs> so, True. So tomorrow yeah. or the next day, however people have their exercise schedule, then you might be, okay, well, I know I did 10 the other day, so I'll do 20 or five, or five, five more. Just add a little, like, five more so that, hey, you're getting that number in there so that you're, like, it's quantitative what you're doing. So I personally like my squats when I'm not on my bike. I like my squats and adding the hand weight to it. I'm not really a push-up chick. Uh, mm, <laughs> I'm trying to do push-ups more often. <laughs> uh, that's just, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you're good. I'm I'm trying. So I, I used to do karate. I said, I got my black belt in karate and we used to do black, uh, push-ups every, every time as a warm-up. And for me, I'm just like, man, I can't even do one push-up. So as of late, I've been doing about 15 push-ups every morning. And that's as far as I can go. I can't do those really super low push-ups or the ones that you keep your elbows like really close to your body. There's no way. I just fall. (laughs) So it's not even worth (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I'm not alone. (laughs) (laughs) So, but yeah. So, Rissy, I totally get what you mean with the squats though squats are fun to do and i've been trying to get a butt because i don't have one so, <laughs> <laughs> so i will donate <laughs> right please donate or at least figure <laughs> out like or anybody on the break room or break room buddies if you have anything to donate please donate to my ass <laughs> so we could do like a, a what is it one of those uh fundraisers <laughs> those oh my god <laughs> donate to my ass <laughs> i will add this really um i will add this one of my friends what she did with her other kind of friends that she hangs out with she did a zoom call oh. and within the zoom call with video on or off whatever you feel comfortable with they exercise in in front of each other. So they were motivating each other. And this is during the pandemic uh, with everything, how it is. So they, they motivated each other that way where they, they did it for however long they did it, but they were all on video to be kind of accountable and just, they did it on a weekly or uh, I forgot how the schedule was, but it was on a consistent basis that they did it. 
I heard about stuff like that where if you're meeting someone or you have something scheduled with another person, whether it's a Zoom call or at the gym, then it makes you more accountable of actually going there. Mm-hmm. So because you're, you're, if you don't go, then you're in quote letting someone down. Because my dad's a lot like that. He's just like, hey, if you meet me here, then I know that I need to be there and I don't have to slack off and not come. So I can definitely see like that's also kind of a different mindset of because it's so easy when you're coming from work. Let's say you do it after work and you're coming from work and you're like, I really don't want to work out. I'm going home. But let's say you're coming from work and be like, hey, I'm I'm meeting Rissy or I'm meeting Bree at the gym. Like we already have this scheduled. I need to go. I can't just cancel because they're already there or they're on their way. And you don't want to get cursed out. Cause we'll curse you out. Yeah. Uh, everybody will say yeah. like, "Oh, we understand." No, no, no. you can <laughs> gas money. We'll get hurt. Going... <laughs> I need this. But one thing I did want to mention. So, Rissy, you were talking about you know you count when you're doing like different reps and stuff like that. What I found works for me is actually timing. So I do a certain exercise for like a minute, but I do it straight for a minute. And um, I've been really getting into these different seven minute exercises where you do seven exercises and each exercise, you do it for a minute and there's no break. And I I found that it really helps me because when I started really trying to, you know, hunger down and, and really try to lose weight, I would do these seven minute exercises in the morning and it'd be really helpful. It would actually help me kickstart my metabolism in the morning. It only takes seven minutes. And it's something you can just look on YouTube with no weights whatsoever. And you don't need any workout equipment or anything along those lines. And those have helped me a good bit. I've sweat. So no, I'd say that's good. That's yeah. yeah. Basically, that's it's just a computer. Well, not even that. Anything, any device. And mm-hmm. then um, internet connection, you should be able to uh, utilize that exercise. So, uh, and no weights. So that's even as, basically it's you. Yeah, it, it uses yeah. your body. Yeah, exactly. And they're and they're pretty like some of them are pretty intuitive. The other ones are interesting kind of uh, workouts, but they're not like the ones that I've done aren't ones that are impossible to do. Like they target a certain part of your body. So if you have like uh, a muffin top, or you want to work on your arms, or you want to work on your back, you can do a seven minute exercise that focuses on your arms or focuses on your back or on your muffin top. So of course I've been working on the like muffin top of my stomach, but the next thing I would be working on would be like my arms or my back. And they have specific exercises that you can do for those seven minutes that really focus on that. And you, you do it for, I think the challenge is you do it seven minutes a day for seven days. And then you should see like some sort of change from that. Of course, on top of changing what you eat and stuff like that mm-hmm. oh okay well uh, i do have a question for our um, exercise guru Avery. Avery. uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i've heard people when it comes to exercise because that's actually very interesting Kaninja. i've had people tell me different things that you should be exercising five days a week um every other day three days like what's the sweet spot like how can I tell what is my sweet spot um I think that's everybody's so different so like I've seen elderly women lose weight and all they spent the only time they spent was maybe 10 minutes walking a day 
for five days. I've seen people lose weight just working out three times a week, you know? So it's it's where you feel more comfortable. Um, and it also depends on what you're actually doing. Are you doing mostly high intensity? Because if you're doing a lot of what Ninja <laughs> has described as is basically high intensity workout, mm-hmm. then you would probably need to do it three times a week. But if you're doing low intensity workouts or strengthening workouts, you can probably up it to, no, lower it, no, up it to like about four days. Um, the lower the intensity, the more you can probably do it. You probably do it basically every day. Like if you're just walking right. for like 30 minutes a day, you can do that basically every day. Um, if you're doing some strength, like your, you know, thighs and, and um, arms and those type of things, you can do it maybe like four times a day because you don't want muscle fatigue. So um, that's really important. Okay, because I know we had a conversation prior to kind of like just at the end of the day, your body needs to move. You have to do yeah. some kind of, you need to do some kind of moving. So it could be, for example, um, Kaninja's high intensity workouts in seven, like those seven minutes in the morning, just oh my goodness, you're sweating, oh my gosh, it could be that. It could be me just walking, doing an extra 10-minute, 10, 10, 15-walk. Movement is definitely, yeah, we need it. So yeah. if anything, please incorporate it as we're doing as healthy eating. I do also wanted to add, um, for those who are antisocial and um, talking or working with someone else does not work. You know, like, you know how we mentioned certain people need that accountability accountability to need someone to be like hey did you do this today or you know I'm doing this can you meet me here blah blah blah. there's some people who don't like that whatsoever and I think one thing that you can do that's literally no cost no interaction is walking around the neighborhood for maybe 10 to 30 minutes um I think that's a good idea and if you do have internet wi-fi anything on your phone whatsoever I would say YouTube is the go-to it is the goat <laughs> of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, they have everything from high intensity workout to strengthening workouts to even videos of walking in place that can help you burn um, some calories. And that honestly helped me during the first part of COVID. And I would team up with a friend. I wouldn't talk to her every day because, you know, I have my little antisocial moments. <laughs> but I would do my high intensity and just doing that you know, at least I would say about three times a day, you know, push it up to four times a day because my body wasn't used to it. I was able to keep doing it like a crazy person. And then at that one point, you know how like, it's almost like your body gets hyped up off of something new and then you start to hit that fatigue. <laughs> so it went back down to about three to four times a week. But um, yeah, I really ha- recommend YouTube as a great source to start from. And then you can branch off and go to Walmart and get you some weights. And if you want to go super big you can buy you a bike or a treadmill there's some really affordable ones on um, amazon but i will say i wanted to add for anybody that's listening who suffers from anxiety or depression and doesn't feel like getting up but really wants to be fit and work out there are youtube videos just literally youtube it and search walking in place workout 
And that should help you build some serotonin a little bit. And that way make you feel like you can do something. Um, those That's a good stepping stone for people who do want to be fit and don't know where to start and either have mental issues where they don't feel motivated every day or even have physical disabilities where they can't move so much. Walking in place is a great starting point, especially with COVID. You're safe in your own home. You got to deal with other people looking at you at the gym, judging you, have to deal with no mask. You know, you're, you're all good. So I think that's also a really good place to, to, to start looking and start your fitness journey. That's a great point. I've never even thought about the whole walking in place. I know that's usually like a, a warm up for a lot of different classes, but just walking in place, I can totally see how you could at least get your body or heart rate going a little bit more than just yeah. sedentary. Yeah, anything to be, anything to just not be sedentary, I think is a good starting point because people look down on people who don't, you know, jog or run or whatever. I'm thinking like, you got to start somewhere, you know? We, when we're babies, we don't just start walking. <laughs> so you got to start somewhere. Absolutely. So like I work remotely. So I'm I'm sitting down about nine hours a day. And I should be better about standing up and moving around more, but I don't. So, and I, I feel it in my back. I feel it in my hips. And I think that's a great way to start, at least for me. When I'm in meetings, I can walk in place. And I can just kind of listen into the meetings, walk in place, kind of stand up. Instead of just standing. Just kind of moving around, but not having to worry about, oh, I got to get back and unmute myself, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> or have the chat or whatever. So I think that's also a great point other than um, kind of going back to the mental health, you know, exercise, like you mentioned with the serotonin or, you know, um, the endorphins that definitely helps out with people who do have trouble with mental health because it's a feel good factor. So yeah. it makes you feel good naturally. Uh-huh. <laughs> Rissy. <laughs> it makes you feel real good, don't it? Shut up. Wow. <laughs> Keep mine and uh Tyler slash Sheldon's <laughs> life out of your head. <laughs> yeah. So, Bree, what are so you said that you did some walking in place in the beginning of the pandemic? Are there other types of exercises that you've done at home? Yes, I have done um, some some. There are some also dancing videos that were fun. I did some high intensity circuit. Um, for those who don't know, is basically what Kaninja described earlier, which is where you're doing some hardcore stuff straight for like a minute or even sometimes a minute and a half, as well as ab workouts where they usually do it between 30 to 45 seconds. And people, you know, you can easily think, 30, 45 seconds, I got this. No, you don't. <laughs> you really don't. It's hard. <laughs> a minute, you think about it, like, you think of like, oh, it's a minute till I get off work, or a minute till whatever, you're thinking, like, oh, it's nothing. But when you are in a position <laughs> that is hurt, <laughs> that hurts, and, your whole and body all your muscles ache, and you're shaking. You know. <laughs> yeah, literally shaking. It was like an hour. <laughs> so I did some of those. Like, honestly, when you've gone, either whether you have gone a long time without working out or completely not fit at all, I'm. this is definitely going to be explicit, but like you can literally half-ass 
some of these videos, especially these high intensity ones, you can do basically the modified version, go as slow as you possibly can, and you will still break a sweat. Your heart will still race. And I mean, that's with you going slow as a turtle because you're putting your body in these positions that it's not used to. And it's basically one thing about these high intensity workouts is that you're also holding your own weight because they'll put you in plank formation. They'll put you in a burpee. They'll put you in these like um, these stationary running man's mountain climber positions and you legitly are dying. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You can literally be going really slow. And you're like, oh, this is so hard. <laughs> Sometimes know? I feel like going slower is harder. <laughs> yes, yes. But going slower seems more attainable. So mm-hmm. it's just like you're, you're doing it really slow. And you're like, okay, I got this. But it still hurts, you know? It's way better than boosting your heart rate much, much faster than you actually are ready for. So um, I would, out, yeah, that's what I've done. And th- that's what I honestly would recommend, even if you're going really slow. Also, um, I briefly, thank for, thankful for Amazon because not everything's great, but I briefly did have a treadmill um, because I didn't trust the gym downstairs. And that helps because one thing I've noticed with my body, which a lot of people don't really notice with their body is what works for them. And I noticed jogging is a big part of my weight loss. Like, I think it might be a genetic trait because my mom used to run track and stuff like that when she was younger. So it might be one of those things, but I noticed more of a a difference in my body and also like inches, me losing inches when I do jog. Cause I can do circuit all day long, but I honestly don't see it until like after maybe two months of doing circuit. Whereas if I go jogging, I can notice a difference between like two to three weeks. And that's just how my body responds to certain exercises. So, and literally I can give Keninja or Risty Ray <laughs> my workout routine and you guys might respond to it differently. So that's one thing I've also noticed. Um, but those are my big things that I've been doing. I've been doing just basically just trying to be able to handle my own body and girth through these circuit workouts, doing some, um, I've been trying with push-ups and like crazy ab workouts, but those are hard. They're really hard. Like you don't realize how heavy your body is until you actually in a position to have to carry it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Um, so those are big. And I did buy some cute little, um, dumb, dumbbell weights about like five pounds but if you're like you know working out with them and moving in high intensity with them they really do make a big difference I know a lot of people are like oh it's only 10 pounds you barely feel it but if you're moving a lot you're you're definitely going to feel it so um that's what I've been doing YouTube has been my friend as well as you know buying and returning treadmills (laughs) 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 um yeah but I've been honestly me personally I've everything I've said to you guys today I have done so, yeah. No, that's awesome. And I heard that one main thing is if you are trying to develop a habit, like a healthy habit, if you can do it for 21 days consistently, it starts to become a habit at that point. So if you're doing it for like two weeks and you're like, I've done it for two weeks, I don't want to do it anymore. It's not going to become a habit. If you, but if you do it for like 21 days, like there's a magic number apparently. If you do it consistently mm. for a certain amount of time, and it's a little bit less than a month, so I believe it is 21 days, then it will become a habit. Like, then you will start to, like, crave doing it to continue to do it. So that's something, too, that kind of keep in mind. If you want this to be a habit, then at least do it for longer than two weeks, longer than three weeks, or at least, like, 
that three week mark, you know, consistently. And then if you can keep on going, then that's always a good thing, especially since we're in the new year. I agree. I, I really agree. I think when you, like you said, when it becomes a habit, it's almost like your brain is, set, when, if you are, like, if you like suddenly stop, your brain is like, wait, why are we not doing this? <laughs> so it, right. it, it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, it responds in that way. So um, yeah, I agree. Exactly. And it's kind of, then we're kind of running out of time, but it kind of goes back to what Rissy was saying earlier that she was kind of craving the, the vegetables and cra- craving yeah. eating healthy. You know, I'm assuming, Rissy, you've been doing this for a while now. So that's probably in your head. You're just like, I just want vegetables. I just want to eat healthy. You know, at that point now, it's a habit for you, a good habit that you're doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. Consistency. Exactly. So we are just about out of time. So we're going to be doing our final thoughts. So Bree, this is when we do about 30 seconds, final thoughts of the topics that we talked about today um, and what you thought about it and any kind of last items that you want to talk about. So we'll have Rissy go first. I usually put her on the spot. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I don't have nothing to say. I'm like, yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So uh, it gives gives, um, Kaninja time to be like, I got one better. (laughs) Or repeat her. (laughs) So um, I do have my time. We get 30 seconds and I will start now. So um, I definitely love this topic. It kind of goes into the new year, new me segment that we're doing here at our Break Room Podcast. But just the most important thing to remember is consistency is key to doing, reaching your goals. So remember, if you're tackling a diet, changing your new lifestyle, adding on to your new year's resolution, make sure you are consistent. And that is my 30 seconds. Awesome. So I'll go next and we'll leave the best for last, Bree. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Ready, set, go. Um, So I totally agree with Rissy about consistency. Uh, Something that, again, as my epiphany for this topic was mindset. So don't come in to trying to have a healthy lifestyle as in you have to do it. Try to put more of a positive spin to what you like to do or you know, more or less your goals for that to maybe one day it'll become a lifestyle for you. So for my big key takeaway, it's it's your mindset. So if your mindset's there, then you'll be there too. And that's the end of mine. Okay. So Bree, you ready? Yeah. I would say for me, um, it goes back to what Kanin just said. Set your goals. That was one thing that stood out to me that I think we should all really um hone on to if you have like a set of goals or at least a a checklist that helps you have more focus also most importantly listen to your freaking body y'all just listen to your body pay attention to it do your research on whatever things that you want to take up on or a lifestyle change you want to have and just go for it that is my go-to just go for it all right awesome so make sure break room buddies to leave a comment and let us know what you guys are what your plans are for health wise exercise wise or if you guys have any recommendations for us to try out or maybe some different diets that you guys have tried and uh that has worked for you right that worked exactly so that's something maybe i'll try it (laughs) 
for three months and maybe it'll work. So uh, make sure to leave a comment on our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. I think it's out. Rissy, is it our break room podcast one? Uh, yeah. So for Twitter, it's our break room. And for the Instagram and Facebook, it's our break room podcast one. Because we're number one. Awesome. So again, thank you, Brie, for joining us today. And here's to our break room buddies for a healthy year. Thank you all for listening in. Bye, break Bye. room. Bye. <laughs>Spending your break with us. Time to get back to the grind. For some suggestions on what we talk about next time, send us an email at ourbreakroom at gmail.com. See you next time, break room buddies.